Hey, welcome back to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am your host, as always, Cody Owen, and we are going to be talking this week about how to deal with negative reviews of your business online. You should be responding to all of your reviews of the business, positive or negative. Obviously, the positive ones are you know a little bit easier to know how to respond to. A quick thank you. But we want to talk about the, the impact of online reviews and how to deal with negative ones this week. So first, let's talk a little bit about how online reviews impact the success of a lawn care business. Reviews are how you get that social proof that people see real people like this business. They are a real business. They are not a you know fly-by-night thing that just you know happened to exist right now. So you have a lot of so positive reviews are going to build your social proof. Negative reviews can really hurt you, especially if you don't have a lot of reviews. One negative review that is one star can really pull your average down. It can you know, lead people to not want to do business with you. So it's really important that we make sure that we have all of our reviews coming in, you know, especially like soliciting positive ones. A lot of people won't, they'll have a good experience and they won't think to leave a review, right? But if somebody has what they feel like is a really negative experience, they're way more likely to go try to, you know, seek revenge by leaving a negative review. So real quickly, you should respond to every review the business gets, just like I said at the very top here. You should always respond to every review, thank positive reviews, and and deal with negative ones. So we're going to be diving into that. The first step when responding to a negative review is to take a deep breath, try to separate yourself from it try to take the emotion out of your response. We are wanting to respond in a systematic way that that is free of emotion and just has you thinking about the the long-term health of the business. So it can be immediately really satisfying to, you know, go clown on someone who who, you know, spoke poorly about your business or about you personally. But that is not going to reflect well to other customers or potential customers who see that that rude response or that, you know, kind of snide, snipey response. You want to personalize your response to a negative review by remaining professional, but acknowledging this person. Now, sometimes you will get a completely illegitimate review. Maybe they there's a similar named business in another market or a similar named business in your market, and they're accidentally reviewing the wrong company. You can file an appeal with Google. You can also let them know in response like, hey, we don't have you in our customer records anymore. Is it possible that you had a bad experience with another company? But you want to make sure that you show empathy for this person, even when you don't agree with their review. You know, you're going to get feedback from customers that is, you know, absolutely crazy. You're going to get negative reviews that aren't your fault or you've you feel like you've gone above and beyond to try to make it right for this customer and they're just not going to be reconciled to the business. So, you want to make sure that you acknowledge the difficulty of their position as much as possible, that you acknowledge their feelings even if they're wrong about how things went down. You want to make sure that you are uh, you know, apologetic about the experience that they are having, even if their articulation of that experience is maybe separated from what actually happened. You know, I think we've all experienced that with a customer. 
So make sure that you're engaging with how you have made them feel. There is a uh, a sign that my dad has had in his office forever that cites some stat about like people remember 30% of what you say, but 100% of how you make them feel. So keep that in mind when you're writing reviews. It is not worth it to be right if it drives off future customers, if it prevents you from winning this customer back. You know, sometimes there are more important things than than being right in, in an argument. So keep in mind that your business, your livelihood is more important to you than, than getting one over on this person who has upset you in this moment. What you should avoid when responding to a negative review is, you know, anything that, that could come off childish, juvenile, definitely you don't want to stoop to, you know, cursing in response or, or using like derogatory slang towards someone, even if that's what's being slung at you. Remember, this is your business's public persona. I talked about this a little bit last week, um, not thinking about that we were going to get into it this week, but you can only hurt your business in response to this review. It's very difficult to turn a negative review around into a positive. You have to respond because you need some sort of you need to look like there's a process in place for dealing with complaints to potential new customers. So you have to respond, but your response can only like mitigate the damage. You can't necessarily turn it into a positive unless it's just like, you know, transparent that this person is, you know, off their rocker. So just make sure that you're avoiding anything that could be construed as as rude or demeaning. If there is like a really really obvious you know, lie in what they're saying. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're lying, but I would maybe say like, Hey, what we have documented is this. And if you have an avenue, depending on the review platform to maybe upload some proof of that, that doesn't have any personally identifying information, make sure you're not putting publishing anything you shouldn't, but make sure that, you know, if there is something you need to set the record straight on for future customers, then, then take, you know, any steps that you need to, to, to do that. The significance of thanking the reviewer in response to a negative review. This is an interesting point where you can, you can maybe spin a little positive out of it. If, if there was a mistake made or a response that you're making, you know, even in my own business, I have had, you know, something, you know, something went wrong with a client and we've then needed to, you know, mistakes happen in every business and we've needed to improve our process for how that gets handled in the future. And, and I let the customer know who had, who had complained like, Hey, this is what went wrong. This is how we're dealing with it in the future. If someone has left a negative review and you feel like it was earned, even if you're trying to make it right, it was earned because there was an oversight, there was a mistake and you've made a change in the business. That's a really good opportunity to say, Hey, we really appreciate you bringing this to our attention. As we told you in the email that we sent you last week, we have made some process changes to address this to make sure it doesn't happen to you or any other of our customers in the future. That kind of response is telling someone, you know, maybe that customer, if you're able to win them back, but also anyone who's reading it is seeing not only did they respond to this review in a professional way, they went above and beyond and they thanked this person for pointing out the problem in their business. That speaks to a, a real business owner, not a, a job owner, if you will. So 
What are some common mistakes that lawn care owners make when responding to negative reviews? I think the biggest mistake is not responding at all. Letting someone else entirely define the narrative around your business in a public setting is is not a thing you want to do. You have to respond and you have to respond again, being professional, being courteous, being respectful. That is the, the best thing you can do. And responding to negative reviews will help improve a business's online reputation. It won't necessarily undo the damage they're doing to your local SEO by leaving you a bad review, but it will help the other side of that, that uh, social proof. You can hopefully mitigate the damage they're doing by responding. And remember, like another thing you can keep in mind here is that usually people are going to, unless you have, you know, there's a review that says something like absolutely scandalous about the business. Usually positive reviews are going to filter toward the top and they're going to be marked helpful more often. So what you want to do is also have responded to all of those positive reviews. You're going to increase the distance someone will have to scroll to get to a negative review. So make sure you're responding to every review that's going to increase. You know, most people aren't going to go below the fold unless they're specifically like they're a little suspicious because, you know, maybe your website wasn't quite as nice as they expected. Your logo's not, you know, something is making them a little bit leery and they want to look at those negative reviews and see if there's a common thread there. And usually if there's a common thread in negative reviews, they're not all wrong right? It can be really easy to dismiss one-off complaints from potential customers. But if, if multiple people are complaining about the same thing, there is an expectation that's being broken and you need to look at what is going on in the business that is drawing, drawing that out for them. And then let's look at how can a lawn care business owner proactively manage their online reputation to prevent negative reviews. Now, this is where we get into some of the real magic of automating your lawn care business and especially review seeking in your onboarding process. So what I would really strongly recommend is that you have really clear lines of communication to all of your client base, but especially new clients. You know, if you think about them like seeds that you've planted, they've started to grow and they're at their most vulnerable when they first come out above the ground. That's when the birds could come by and eat them. That's when, you know, the sun could hit and it's too hot. They dry up or you overwater them and you flood them out. So that is when they're at their most vulnerable. That's when they're establishing their first impressions of, you know, who and what your business is. So we want to make sure that we're delivering, you know, fantastic work. I would even maybe recommend that you have some sort of process specifically for your crews to check, d check and double check things in a deliberate way for new customers for that first month when you're establishing the habit among the crew that's going to be servicing them. But if you have like a specific checklist that it's like a new client checklist, they're going through making sure all these things are done. And you can even add to that anything the customer specifically mentioned. I've talked in the past about finding out why they left their last lawn care company. You know, make sure that you're adding whatever those things they complained about to the top of that list. And then what we want to do, we're making sure they get 110% service. We want to also send them an email after we've been out a couple of times and find out how it's going. Ask them directly, hey, are things going well? Is everything as you expected? Have we exceeded your expectations? Hey, if we've done a great job, would you please leave us a Google review here? If there are any problems, you know, we have a 100% cashback guarantee we will take care of any problems that you have. Please reply to this email and let us know. What that's going to do is you've said it where 
If you've done a fantastic job, they should click through and leave you a review. If there's a problem, you want to fix it. They should respond to this email and let you know what it is so you can fix it. Hopefully, you know, in those first two to three visits, you have not made someone so angry that they want to go leave a one-star review on that link, right? They're probably going to give you a chance to make it right. And, you know, obviously there's an exception every time we talk about customers that, you know, one out of 500 is going to be just a, you know, absolute crackerjack of a person. And so that's going to be a hard, hard one to deal with, but you can proactively manage to prevent those negative reviews by asking new clients if there's a problem and maybe even periodically once a month, maybe during the busy season, send out an email to clients and say, Hey, we are in the, the busiest part of our season. And I know when, when, you know, we're running at a hundred percent capacity. We want to make sure that we're still providing the level of care that you expect and that we want to provide for your lawn. So have there been any issues? Reach out and proactively try to find issues before someone gets upset. And this is where we talked to Martha Woodward several times on the, the podcast. I'm sure you guys have enjoyed those episodes, but this is where using, we haven't really talked about QDS a whole lot on, on the show, but her software company, quality driven software is built around surveying customers for how satisfied they are after every visit. So if you want to build out a really robust strategy for that, that would be an incredibly cool thing to start using. And then you can know, like QDS will tell you like, hey, this customer dropped their quality score. What happened? And you can follow up with the customer and find out what happened. So I, I think that that is going to be all for this week. I'm recording a little bit early because I'm going to be volunteering this week with the kids camp at our church. So if something, you know, absolutely earth shattering has happened in the world of lawn care marketing and I didn't get it, uh, you know, you expected me to mention it this week. If you are listening in a podcast app, please leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. It helps more people find out about the show. And if you're watching on our YouTube channel on the, the playback of the episode uh, a few days later, please leave us a, uh, you know, give us a, a thumbs up there if we did a great job. And, and subscribe to the channel if you're not already, if this is the kind of content you want to be receiving to help you grow your lawn care business and thinking really deeply about marketing beyond just the numbers into building a brand of your lawn care and landscaping company. Hey, I've been Cody Owen. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you next week.